your community radio for South Dublin. Dublin South FM. Hello and you are very welcome to Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. I'm Dara McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Thanks again to Mike Purcell who's given us the last hour with Mike at the mic. Dan, how are you? I'm not too bad there. How are you? Well, you know, it's okay. It's Monday. Uh, mm. The weather is reasonably behaving itself. It's not raining. Uh, cold. That, that's probably the weather. Is that the weather forecast then? Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, mind yourselves. Uh, wrap up warm. Yeah. Our, Ireland in the winter is pretty much, yeah, cold and wet at various points. Yeah, when are we getting to spring? March. Not till then. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Are you telling me then we've got bad weather between now and then? Uh, well, let's hope not, but... But? I, I'm guessing so, yeah. Right. Uh, we'll, have, we'll have to wait and see. What? We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we will have to wait and see, I suppose, in fairness. Um, so you are joining us live here on uh, Dublin South FM 93.9. Uh, and online, all over the place. All over the world. Yeah, Absolutely. as I said, I am Darren McNicholas. And I'm Dan Airy. Dan, where can people find us? You can find us uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Dan and Dara Doability. Uh, you can find myself at Airy Communications on Instagram, airycommunications.ie as well. Uh, Dara, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at macnicholasmedia.ie uh, and uh, just uh, generally kind of on Facebook if you're that way interested. So, Dan, coming up, we have a bit of chat here tonight, lots of stuff going on. We also have uh, a bit more music from Status Quo. We're going to have to have a chat with you about that mm-hmm. uh, and your kind of uh, fascination with them. A <laughs> uh, little bit of Bomb Dylan. Uh, we're going to play mm-hmm. out with some Van Morrison. Um, Neve is going to have, Neve Dunphy is going to be joining us later on and she has a new track from Peter McVeigh, which is quite good. Um, Dan, but up first, what have we gotten over to you? We're starting off with a song from Free called All Right Now. But before we get into that, I'd just like to um, pay tribute to my granddad who um, passed away this day last year at the age of 94. Um, He was was somebody that I was very, very close to, um, an absolute gentleman. And he's been in my thoughts um, quite regularly over the past year, but particularly uh, recently. So, and there you have it. It's all right now. Free, absolutely. Right, Dan. On to the news. Do, 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 do. Indeed, um, Boris Johnson hasn't uh, had a much. Muppet. <laughs> Indeed, he uh, he hasn't had much of a better week, has he? No, he hasn't. Just go now and save us all the embarrassment. Indeed. Uh, so. His head of policy, uh, Munira Murza, has reportedly quit in outrage over his use of a Jimmy Savile slur against uh, Keir Starmer, the, the Labour leader. Uh, and he, Starmer was a former prosecutor and uh, he, Johnson basically accused him of being responsible for um, Savile escaping justice, which we we hear a lot about political trash talk, but that's yeah, 
that's a new level of yeah that, that, that's pretty bad um, mm. but you know what I heard do you know who, Jimmy Carr yes comedian yeah ah, you know like out of 10 cats and stuff like that mm. not totally gone on a stand up routine his laugh actually does really irritate me <laughs> I'm, I'm the same, actually, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's, it's just, just, it's, just do the funny bits, just don't laugh. And I'd be, really, <laughs> I'd be really, really happy. But he came out with the interesting one today that the joke that ends his career, mm. he's already told it. Indeed. Because of cancel culture. In yeah. 10 years' time, everything's going to change. And at some point, he's going to have said something and he's going to get nailed. Mm. Um, You know, it has to stop, Dan. It does. It does. It absolutely does. You know, there's going to be big chunks of history missing because we just don't like it. Yeah. Um, and I think it has to, conversations have to be had. Absolutely. Um, you know, there there does have to be comedy and humour, but when you take it that to those lengths, uh, no. Yeah. Speaking of comedy and humour, Mm. And Garda Shiakana have a new uniform coming out. Interesting. Yes, it, it, it is actually. Yeah, the first time or third, it's only the third uniform change in, in almost 100 years. Right. Uh, so they're they're not um, paying much money in terms of um, fashion designers or. No, but if it's going to cost them 20 million. Right. Uh, I think 10 million up front and then 10 million for uniforms over the next five years. So I, I walk back that statement. Then, uh, I no, guess. well, I'm not sure they paid anybody to design them. It's somebody with a box of Crayolas probably <laughs> in a station somewhere. Um, it doesn't look that bad, but it's a bit... Oh, I don't know. It just almost looks a bit... Um, kind of... Neighbours, kind of. Neighbours, right. Yeah, you know the Australian police kind of type thing. Um, yeah, it's nice, you know. Um... By, by that tone of voice, now, I'm I'm not convinced. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it doesn't have it doesn't have the authority of a tunic, <laughs> right. um, you know. And it, it is a bit sort of light uh, looking, um, okay. you know, f- from an authority point of view. I'm sure it's a, a, a very practical uniform. It's got big pockets in the trousers, and you know stuff and it's polo shirts and no shirts just polo shirts and, and t-shirts and stuff and the Garda crest on them and nice shell jackets which are, are very in vogue I suppose they're very kind of the last 10 years ago um, you know uh, I, I wished them well uh, I didn't Indeed. see any I didn't see any new uniforms for the horses or anything for the Garda mounted unit Oh, come on, they're being left out I, they are I'm sure you know uh, no question about it I mean you know the um Traffic Corps, they have new uniformy bits. Why can't the horses have, like, maybe new saddles and stuff? They deserve them. They, they certainly do. Dan, any idea how many um, uh, COVID cases we had today? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Yes, see? It's not news anymore, Dan. <laughs> Indeed. It's not. We don't care. Uh, the war is definitely over. <laughs> I will tell you where we are today, right? So we had uh, 4,000-ish uh, PCR tests and then um, 4,478 antigen tests registered. Right. We don't care. <laughs> um, and actually on that, um, according to the WHO, uh, Europe in general is heading for a COVID-19 ceasefire. 
Dun, dun, dun. Uh, that could lead to enduring peace, apparently. So that's got to be... Enduring peace. That's something. That sounds like something uh, George W. Bush would have said. I don't... You know, I, 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 was, I was doing research on this and I was kind of going, that does sound very warlike. Yeah. Did he not say something like that on a battleship or a aircraft carrier? Something very similar to that. Not to do with COVID, obviously, but the end of the Gulf War or something. Possibly. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. Okay, well, there's another bit of history gone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I really don't know what we're talking about. But that's okay. You know, I, I, I'll be fine. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get over that. Plus, Dan, apparently there's going to be a 30 kilometre speed limit introduced in the Phoenix Park. Mm. Bringing it down from 50 down to 30. Right. Keep the deers happy. Um, and the deers as well. That is going to hopefully make a difference, but I'm not sure. Difference to what? <laughs> Indeed. I'm like, what What difference is that? I'm sure, you know, the Phoenix Park is a wonderful place. I mean, I know I can laugh about and stuff like that. 30 kilometres, where would you be going? <laughs> um, but apparently, yeah, they've had a big review and they're, you know, over kind of the next eight years or something, they're going to be putting in one-way systems and cul-de-sacs and all sorts of stuff just to make the Phoenix Park such a more wonderful place to be. Which it is. It is, actually, yeah. It's just um, just too far away. Yeah, that is, that is, the, that is the shame about it. Yeah. Um, Dan, music. Yes. Why? <laughs> uh, what can I say? I just like the song. Are, are you, you're, you have had... A history of questioning my my taste of music. Are you are you continuing that trend? Well, or? you know, okay. Once that score song uh, last week, eh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> uh, another one this week. How are you? We're pretty good, Neve. How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. Good. Okay, sorry, I'm just messing with me dialies here now. Um, yeah, All no, right. we're okay now. Sorry, I just want to get your levels no. right there, Neve. Uh, Neve, kooks. Really, really, really formed it. Brilliant stuff. Basically. I, uh, I wasn't aware that you were a fan of the kooks, so that was a new one to me. I don't know, I don't know how you didn't know that, because they're literally my favourite band ever. Alright. Interesting. Interesting. Um, how did you find it with, uh, the... The fact that um, restrictions had lifted, you know, going to gigs, was that was that much of a difference? It was, it was pretty much like pre-COVID times, to be honest with you. Oh, that's good. Well, like only for some people, you could see some people choosing to wear masks, but then obviously the majority weren't because it's not like legislation anymore. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, with the the uh, Olympia, what what's yeah. your, what's your verdict on on the Olympia? Well, I'm still not happy because uh, wheelchairs still aren't allowed back in the family area. So, as I explained last time, I was in that box again that elevates up. Right. But this time it was in front of a pillar. Mm. Okay, I'm not laughing, sorry. I'm, I'm sure you're not. Uh, this, so this one was a front of a pillar, so that meant I literally had to raise the box the full way up to see 
um, the stage, basically. Okay, so this is you and your your amazing uh, raising raising wheelchair. That and that and in this elevating kind of boxing that they have in the Olympia for fighting the wheelchair. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. But the gig itself, what was that like, Neve? Were, were they all right? Like after being out for so long, not playing music. I think, to be honest, they were kind of hyper off the adrenaline of being able to go gig it. <laughs> it was like the album, the album that they did. So it was like the 15 year anniversary of their Inside, uh, Inside Out, Inside In album, and that's like one of my favorite albums ever. So to hear that in its entirety was brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Brilliant stuff. And did they have um, support acts, or was it just was it just kicks? I'll be honest, Drew. There was a support act, but I couldn't understand the word they were saying, so we didn't catch who they were. Right. Uh, when you say you couldn't understand a word they were saying. Yeah, literally. So I don't know whether the sound guy was like off for that or what, but like, legit could not understand a word they were saying. So when you're saying off, are you saying off in the jacks or <laughs> just not on form or like general lack of interest? <laughs> Possibly all three, you know. Hmm. Fair enough, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that's that, that's reasonably good. Uh, would you recommend them, Neve? Yeah, honestly, like that that whole that whole gig it's that whole gig itself. Dan, if you ever get a chance to go, do because I've seen them three times and I never get sick of them. Deadly, will do absolutely. Um, I remember we 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 played a Cook's track uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I was a big fan. So was that that new one? You which? Was that was that their new one? Uh, no, I if I remember correctly, it was one of their one of their classics, if you can call it. That. Yeah, don't ask me because I have no clue. I have no notion. I just press buttons. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't link you all the friends there. Yeah, I know, no, but hey, listen, I'm not the one playing status quo here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, about that then. Yes. Friends, change up your music taste. Change up my music taste. Right, yes. I've been told. Yeah, what do you have? That's two weeks of status quo, Dan. <laughs> right. Yeah. I Make it different. Hmm? Make it different. Duly noted. I have been well and truly told, haven't I? Yeah, let's, let's, well, give, let's give Dan a kick. Him. Two of us, you're outnumbered now, so you have to do it now. Yeah. Um, in fairness, though, Stainer Quo wouldn't. Be, it's not a case that I'd be listening to them regularly. It's because. I'm a bit surprised. To be well, okay, Dan. Let's see. How many songs could a person, with an average person, listen to in a week? Thousands. Ah, I don't think it's that high. That's probably less than a hundred. At least one of those, one yeah. of those songs in the last two weeks has been bloody state as well with you. <laughs> Neve, <laughs> Neve, Neve, Neve. Let's come back to a bit of uh, you at exams results in. Yes. Smashed it. Totally surprised. Smashed it. Smashed it. I did all right, but thank you for the ego booster. Uh, yeah. you, you, you did smash it. You did smash yeah, it. Well you, did, you did. You did bloody well. Thank you. Okay, how's the work placement going? I love it. It's great. Okay, so what can you tell us from from um, from the disabled point of view, Neve? Uh, what can you tell us there now about uh, your job and working with the disabled community? Well, to be honest with you, it's, from my from my end of things, because it's remote. There's only so much I'm able to do, so a lot of so a lot of what I'm doing is like organising their virtual like 
virtual sessions that they'd run with that they'd run with people that wouldn't be able to get to day centers and stuff, and then creating their creating their advertising for them to go online to advertise sessions that we schedule in the week, basically, it's really handy. Okay, I'd be interested to have a look at that myself. Uh, is it like Facebook or is it Instagram or? I have to see whether they get approved, so I'll let you know. Oh, <laughs> very good, right? So there's a man somewhere in an office going, don't like that. <laughs> yeah, li- yeah, basically. Going through yeah, the red tape. Yeah, literally. But, yeah, no, it's, re- it's really good. I like it. But the only thing I'm worried about is writing the five, ten thousand more pieces on all this. Oh, okay. Have, yeah. you not, have you not started? Have I started? Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I know, last minute Lily, but, <laughs> you know. Exactly. Put three words down a day, you know. We should have 21 done by next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I won't start this week because I've got to do um, uh, Facebook blueprint certifications on top of that as well. Uh, so, a what, sorry? Facebook blueprint certifications. So, quite... What way do I put this? It basically gives you the training that the people from Facebook get to like work online and all that sort of thing. Mm. So that's that's valid for two years after I do it. The college you got a virtual party. Oh, years. very good. Yeah, that that. Geez, that's going to be worth it, Neve. That sounds good. Yeah, very efficient. Well, I have to do like six hours worth of online modules and then do like a proctored um, exam. Okay. So yeah. That's different. Certainly is. Um, and is that something that you can study for, or? Yeah, I have to do like I have to do. I think it's like six hours of modules, like just, just basically just watching videos, and then you do like a practice test, and then based off the practice test, you I think you have to get like sixty percent in that, and then you um, get a voucher to do your like final cert, final certification exam. And that's a uh, 90 minute proctored exam with somebody watching through a screen basically I think mm. that sounds a bit creepy <laughs> oh, sorry, that's sorry yeah. that's the first thing that's the first thing that came to my mind yeah no no, no. I was thinking like if we it's didn't like, there's something off the dark web <laughs> <laughs> if we no, did that's what, that's what I kind of thought as well because I just see yeah. it with like three people from um, Facebook International and when they were explaining all this to us and I was like this is a bit weird creepy yeah um, for people just joining the conversation, there is nothing nefarious going on. It's nothing, well, not that we're aware of. <laughs> yes. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll hear all about it in, in the news or something. <laughs> Neve, uh, did you bring a... Actually, just before we go, Neve, where can people find you? So people can find me at NeveDunphy1 on Instagram and Twitter, at our Jones podcast, new episodes coming soon, and at in the industry, the podcast underscore on Instagram. Neve Dunphy, the busiest woman in Ireland. Sure, I wasn't busy before. Yeah, that's true. You're probably about annoying people as well. <laughs> you know, kind yeah, of down, down with that sort of thing. Someone. Yeah, Neve, what's the song of the week? What have you got? Well, my track of the week is Good People by Peter McFay. Now, Peter McFay has a wealth of music industry experience that spans over 10 years. This song is from his album called The Tree of Life, who he has also worked with previous podcast guest Emma Langford on two tracks on this album. But this um, track is a beautiful individual uh, solo track by Peter McFay and it is Good People. Mm-hmm. 
another example, uh, Neve just keeps pulling them out of the bag where she's giving us absolute tubes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, wherever she keeps that bag, uh, you know, whether it's under the wheelchair or under the kitchen, uh, I don't mind. <laughs> Dude. You know? Dude, I think, do I? Uh, yeah. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, Peter McVeigh. Good people. <laughs> okay, enough radio. Uh, Shall we go to the sports news? Uh, we will, but I suppose first part of the sports news, I know we're going to talk an awful lot about rugby, right? But we're going to stick in a bit of GAA first, right? Just before mm-hmm. you get carried away, okay? Yeah. Double of footballers lost. <laughs> they did. To carry away. They did. Ah, <laughs> terrible. Very sad. Uh, double of hurlers. Uh, Drew, <laughs> I don't know, gets Waterford. The boys from Waterford were up in uh, Parnell Park. Uh, you know, yeah. Is it a case where Dublin GAA is being caught? I don't think so. I think Dublin J is falling apart. That's just my opinion. Uh, it's long overdue. Um, you know, so it's going to be interesting. I just think that conveyor belt of players just seems to be... Um, I think they need to call somebody for maintenance <laughs> and go uh, spillage in aisle three, spillage in aisle three, and get somebody down there and mop quickly to clean it up uh, and get the wheels back on the bus because uh, they need to go round and round. Right, on to the important stuff, Dan. <laughs> Rugby. <laughs> Rugby, indeed. So, we had the, the start of the Six Nations over the weekend. Um, and let's just say my predictions for Ireland and Wales was way off, but in the best way possible. Um, I had a conservative five-point spread between the teams. Ah, huh, come on. <laughs> um, and luckily, I was very wrong. Because um, Ireland ended up winning 29-7. So that's a bonus point. And we are now second in the table to France on points difference. Yeah. Uh, points difference being the thing. Yeah. Um, so, and actually many people are, are saying that next week's game against uh, against France is a Grand Slam decider. We shall see. Yeah, that could be interesting. Um, mm. Do you know, one thing I actually really enjoyed over the weekend was having Shane Horgan back uh, on punditry. Indeed. I don't know how much work that man puts in, but every ounce of it is worth it. Absolutely. The only thing that was missing for me was Ronan O'Gara beside him. Yeah, no, I I do find Ronan O'Gara very good as well. Yeah, yeah, the two of them together, I think, are just lethal. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand, I love rugby, but I don't understand all the technicalities of it. Um... I don't know whether I've said it to you before. I, I, I may have mentioned it being in the stand with a small child looking at you going, what just happened, Daddy? I have no, no idea, <laughs> not even a small idea of what just happened. Please don't ask me and embarrass me in front of all of these people. I do not know. You know, just that, that the minutia. And I just love the way they explain it. I just, yeah. I, I'd be sitting there kind of going, ah, yeah. <laughs> ah, sure, that makes perfect sense now. Thanks, yeah. Ronan. <laughs> And he explained it in layman's terms as well, which is... I should have to be for me to get it now someday, <laughs> Dan, I can tell you. You know, open yeah. the cheap seats going, what? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do find the analysis very, very good, though. And, like, when you see it broken down, it actually makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, how Ireland are playing and how they exploit spaces and why they're doing what they're doing and yeah, 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 yeah. why you're kind of going but that's just stupid and you're kind of going well no when it's pointed out to you go oh <laughs> yeah uh, speaking of things that are questionable though actually funny enough uh, Josh Adams at 13 for Wales 
I don't think they had much choice then. Mm, with with injuries and, and stuff like that. Mm. But uh, yeah, it didn't exactly work out for them, did it? No, but sure, you got to try these things too, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, and we had... Uh, it is only the Six Nations after all. It's not <laughs> like it's the World Cup or anything. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, and we did have Matt Hansen uh, making his, his debut for Ireland on the wing as well. Um, yeah. Um, go on. What What's your thoughts? I found it interesting, actually, because it was interesting how, um, with his experience playing at, at, at 10 and, and 15 as well, I believe, uh, that he popped up um, in different areas at, di- at different points uh, during the game, which I thought was very effective. Yeah, I know, but I just I, I I'm I'm kind of uh, the other point of view as well. Though here he is blown in the door. Oh yes, from that. And there's other lads yeah, there. Yeah. They've been working really hard to get that far. And yes, no, I, you I, know, I completely um, understand that. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I'm not saying he doesn't have the right to play for Ireland, mm. which of course he does. Mm. His nanny was Irish, I believe. Um, his mum. Yeah. His mum. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, probably his nanny as well then, that's the case. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only not nearly right. Um, yeah, or as somebody used to say, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I just, you know, it, it, yeah. Anyway, before I dig myself a bigger hole. You could say the same about uh, James Lowe, though. Oh, there's a whole list of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. CJ Stander. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. a, an absolute... I think somebody went through the 15 that were on the pitch and, you know, half of them, I think, are, you know, there was kind of, eh, not so sure. Well, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, let's not mention that now. But anyway, Scotland stuffed England. They did. They did. Although, um, if I'm honest, England only had themselves to blame with that one. Yeah, it was a curious game they were playing. Yeah, it was a case of, I think... Um, Luke and Dickie forgot the rules of rugby. Which can be done. <laughs> can we know? We, we now know. Yeah, we, <laughs> we now know. Thank you very much, Luke, for that. Uh, for bringing that to our attention because, um, yeah, yeah if, we, if you hadn't have done that, we uh, may not have um, worked it out for ourselves. Dan, I think we shall have uh, um, an ad break, I think, um, uh, from the station sponsors, as they say. Um, and we'll be back shortly with other stuff. Celebrating 25 years of community radio for South Dublin, this is Dublin South FM. I'm Philip Twyfe for The Curly Marketer. And I'm Emer Duffy of Fit Social Media, and we've got you covered on... Let's Get Social on every Friday at 2pm, right here on Dublin South 93.9 FM. It's the only social media show with lots of great guests from all around the world. Sharing the latest social media tips and tricks. But the worst social media jokes ever. Emer, why did the woman drop her digital marketer boyfriend? Lack of engagement. Hashtag not going there, Philip. So join us every Friday at 2pm on Dublin South 93.9 FM. www.punkbmediasmart.ie. Stop, Media Literacy Ireland. 
Are you part of a local community group or representative organisation active in the Dunleary Rathdown area? Why not join a network of over 400 such groups in the Dunleary Rathdown Public Participation Network? You can join the group, influence local policy, get regular updates about funding and other opportunities, connect with other groups like yours, publicise your group and even get free training and support. Make sure your voice is heard through DLR Public Participation Network as a registered group in the county. Dunleary Rathdown Public Participation Network. For full information, find us online at dlrppn.ie. That's dlrppn.ie. Broadcasting from the Dundrum Town Centre, this is Dublin South FM. Yes, indeed, you are listening to Dublin South FM with me, Dara McNicholas. And me, Dan Airy. So this is Dan and Dara on Dublin South FM. Um, Dan, I'm going to let you take this next bit because I am going to stick both feet straight in. Right. Um, yeah, so away you go. <laughs> this actually calls back to our um, podcasting, um, which you can find on Dan and Dara Doobility. <laughs> Dan and Dara Doobility um, on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Um but yeah, as I, as I mentioned, it, it calls to that very much so. Um, there's been some controversy around Snow White um, and the Disney remake of Snow White. Uh, Peter Dinklage, who you may know from um, Game of Thrones, uh, came out and said that the film uh, makes no sense, saying that they're progressive in one way, um, Casting uh, a Latin American actress, Rachel Ziegler, as Snow White. Uh, and I'm going to convert this to ra- radio-friendly language. Um, and then he's also saying, you're portraying the uh, backward story about seven uh, dwarves who live in a cave together. Um, so he's clearly not happy. Then Disney came out and they said... We're going to rethink this in order to avoid stereotypes and such and said we're going to cast the dwarves as magical characters. And then there was controversy around that because then you're taking um, characters with disabilities away from disabled actors. Um, So, yeah, it's... Sorry, I thought you were going to say they're... Magicians were going to be given out. But go on anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, so um, it's it's an interesting one. I, I can see where Dinklage is coming from in terms of what way you per- portray um, the, the characters, but then at the same time you need to be faithful to the story. And then I'm also kind of conscious of the fact that, you know, we need more disability representation on the screen. That's just a bare a bare fact of it. Um, what what are, you, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I just how did they get away with it in the Hobbit? Uh, was it CGI or am I wrong? I don't know. Maybe they just did the whole fathered head near far away thing. I'm not <laughs> sure um, because mm, I'm just thinking of. 
the dwarves that were in that, the actual dwarves, mm. um, uh, they were, for the most part, actors that I, that were little people. Yeah, I I do remember uh, Martin Freeman. Yeah, as the Hobbit, is um, is not a dwarf, and that was um, dealt with in in post. Um, but th- but then also it's a case of, as we were saying, um, having people with disability, and I I think that's always been you know we we've had a number of discussions around this. Um, throughout the the podcasting process and I think it's a case of of getting accurate representations that's what counts mm. um and then it's if it happens to be um an accurate representation with people with disabilities then absolutely and I think Disney has that opportunity now um see is he just annoyed with them living in a cave that's that's the impression that I'm getting. I don't, I don't know about you. Like, if it was like appropriate social housing, would it be fine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's... Because, like I said, you know, so you're progressive in one way, but you're still making that backwards effing, yeah, backwards story about seven dwarves living in a cave together. Have I done nothing to advance the case from my soapbox? I guess I'm not loud enough. So, to me, reading that, like, it just means just, you know, it's because they're living in a cave. Yeah. That that's what I understand of it. So, I think it's it's not so much about um, portraying people with disabilities. It's it's how they're portrayed, and I think this has been um, an issue that has been going on for years and years and years. Um, but I definitely don't think Disney um, reimagining them as you know, magical creatures um, portrayed by voice actors is an answer either. No, I don't think it is, Dan. Um, and I think we'll have a little bit of music, Dan. Uh, my choice. <laughs> uh, we're going to bit of Bob Dylan. Uh, and, you know, Bob, I know, I mean, he's, he's like eight million years old or whatever now. <laughs> um, but this one I particularly love because I think it's just, it's just fantastic the way he tells the story in it. Um, it's... Indeed. Where are we with the PA hours, Dan? Uh, still a work in progress. Um, not much concrete, unfortunately. Um, as far as the petition goes, which you can find um, in my Instagram bio at Dan underscore Airy, we are at 3,800 odd signatures, which is fantastic. Um, so thank you to every single one of you who has who signed it um, but yeah as I was saying nothing nothing concrete yet unfortunately um, I do have a producer coming out tomorrow morning um, from the Claire Byrne show on RT Radio 1 Lovely. to have a conversation with me about it excellent so um, at, at least that's further Traction. Yeah, I think she's a couple more listeners than we have here, Dan. Mm. <laughs> Not many, no. I, I, you know, I, I just, you know, because I, I know we have a huge listenership. Mm. I know your mother's listening. <laughs> uh, 
she is. She is. She's loving it. Can will you go and play some more stage coach for me tonight? You wouldn't even blame her, would you, when, when you were playing stage coach? No, you wouldn't. No, you're <laughs> such a good son. Oh, man, you're just, you're unreal, but. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, no. You'll have a chat with the producer. Any old jobs there? No. Uh, you gotta go and go. How are you? How are you doing there, love? Uh, <laughs> no jobs there. Uh, looking for no job there on the radio. Uh, I love. I love radio too. That that will be that will be part of the conversation. Good. Right? Yeah, you should really. Um, and I'll talk to you and I'll tell you my story if you give me a job. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, no, and and yeah, I'm I'm in uh, continuous uh, contact with Uplift as well, who have been absolutely fantastic. Um, so thank you to Michelle and Siobhan who have been dealing with from Uplift um, they've been fantastic job applications are still going in um, again it's a case of if I was to be offered a job until I get a PA I can't take it um, which is tough but it's also a case of you know keeping the pressure on so um, if we can apply for jobs and get a job, then it's it's ammunition um, towards getting one, I suppose. Yeah, but it's it's a struggle then. Mm, it certainly is. It certainly is. How are you getting on with the ability program? The ability program. The ability program. Actually, very well. Um, I'm in continuous contact with Anne Hopkins. Did you tell her I said hello? I did. No, you didn't. I Pinocchio. did. I, I can did. see. Look, look. Stick out your tongue. I did. <laughs> Lack of the ace of spades. It is. She says hello back. Um, uh, I haven't managed to mention the the thought of a, a jingle just yet. But. Right. Okay. I'm not sure. Listen. Never miss an opportunity. Dan. <laughs> so Dan, before we head off, where can people find us again? Uh, you can find us Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Dan and Dara Doability. You can have find the uh, petition at Dan underscore Airy on my Instagram bio. Um, and you can also get in touch with us at Dan and Dara doability at gmail.com. Where can people find you, Dara? Uh, they'll find me here on a Sunday or Monday evening, Dan. <laughs> <coughs> and a MacNicholas Media. Uh, so I have been Dara McNicholas. I'm Dan Airy. And next up, we have Ray M with Country Sounds. We'll talk to you next week.